It is such an encouragement to know that you can take Jesus at his word. We'll talk about that today on a daily Bible study with Pastor Mark. We start a new book today, the book of Titus. Titus is very similar to what we read as we went through Timothy. It is Paul writing to a young man who is serving in a church or overseeing some churches, and he's a little bit discouraged. He wants to give up. Paul's encouraging him to stick with it. And so what he does in the first chapter is very similar to how he laid out for Timothy, what the qualifications of elders should be. He does that in this chapter as well. He talks about when it comes to leaders in the church, this is what these people should look like. And these are people that you should stay away from. There are people who have a desire to obey the word and to follow Christ. And then there's people who are just in it for themselves. They are troublemakers who should be not allowed in leadership until they repent and change. This is why that I'm personally pretty slow in putting people in positions of authority until I get to know them a little bit, until I've spent some time with them and found out their story and watched their character. Because if a person really is in it for the right reasons, there will be a willingness to be patient and wait their turn, so to speak, and and get in at the right time. But if you have people that are consistently kind of pushing and pushing and pushing, it's a little bit of a warning sign because it says, hey, I, I want to be in this position of authority. But Paul warns Titus, you make sure that these people are qualified, that you're putting into a position of authority. And a lot of that comes through just observing people over time and you can't figure somebody out in two weeks. So that's how he starts his first chapter, and that's what this whole first section is about, picking elders for the church and people to, to choose and people to avoid. What I wanted to focus on today was how Paul introduces himself, which I find unique and special. He says in verse 1, Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, for the sake of the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth, which accords with godliness in hope of eternal life, which God, who never lies, promised before the ages began. This verse was introduced to me years ago, that, that last verse I read for you there where it says, in hope of eternal life, which God, who never lies, promised before the ages began. When I was taught how to share the gospel with somebody, you know, I was taught to take people to the book of Romans. And, and you do this really with people who value or have a respect for the word of God. We live in a culture where there's not a tremendous amount of respect right now for the Bible. But when I was a young kid, there was a great amount of respect, even from people who didn't know anything about the Bible or religious. So you would take people to the book of Romans and you would show them from Romans 3.10 and Romans 3.23 that they were sinners. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God and there's none righteous, no, not one. Then you would take them to Romans chapter 5 and verse number 12 and show them how that sin has consequences. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man 
and death through sin. And so death spread to all men because all sinned. Take them to Romans 6.23. The wages of sin is death. So we're all sinners and the consequences of that sin is death and separation from God forever. But we have good news. And the good news is Romans 5.8. For while we were still weak is what the ESV says. I like for while we were still sinners at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. So Jesus came and died for our sins, and he took the punishment that we deserved. And then you take him again to Romans 6.23. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And then if somebody's interested in the gospel, you take them to Romans chapter 10 and verse number 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And then Romans 10, 13, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So you take this person all the way through this. You talk about how that they're a sinner. There's consequences for our sins. Jesus paid the penalty for our sins. He is our substitute. He covered our cost with God. And if we'll just believe in him, then we can be saved. And so you ask people to take that step of faith, to acknowledge their sin, repent of it, and put their faith and trust in Christ. And then after they pray, you take them to the book of Titus, chapter 1, and you read for them verse number 2, in hope of eternal life, which God, who never lies, promised before the ages began. And you remind them that they're going to have times where they're going to doubt whether they're in the family but did you do what Romans chapter 10 and verse 9 said? Did you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead? Then you will be saved. God always tells the truth. And I want to encourage you to hold on to the promises of God because God does not lie. Whatever he says is going to happen is going to happen. And whatever he says is coming will come true will come to pass. So rest in that today. Lord, we thank you for your word, and we thank you that you do not lie, and we can trust you, and we can trust your word, and you are dependable. Help us to rest in your character and your words today, we pray in your name, Jesus. Amen. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow.